Thank you for watching We Grew Up on Blockbusters podcast. This is a review of Batman and Robin 1997, directed by Joel Schumacher. And everybody, if you watch the video, please give it a like. And if you just follow our page, we gladly appreciate it. And I am one of your hosts, Alfred Gar, and I will be joined by my other co-host, Alex Warner. And hope you guys enjoy the review. everybody thank you for tuning in tonight for we grew up on blockbusters my name is alfred gar one of your co one of your hosts of we grew up on blockbuster and you are my good sir it's alex warner the other co-host also a horrible tobacco nicotine addict you notice i smoke a lot on the show as well but hey that's okay oh it's like when you got kids and everything else, sometimes you might need a little nicotine. <laughs> but right. today, we are concluding our original Batman franchise with Batman and Robin, which was released in June 20th of 1997. And this Batman, well, I guess, you know. It was shit. I'll let Alex handle this one. <laughs> it was shit. This is not only is this the worst Batman movie ever made, but this is also considered one of the worst movies ever made in any genre ever. This movie right here was considered one of the worst movies ever created, and I absolutely hate this movie. I was very excited starting out doing the Batman series, and, you know, as we got along, like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's great, it's great, we get to Batman forever, like, oh, and then we get to this movie, it's like, oh my god, I'm so glad to be done with this shit, because, <laughs> holy shit, this is horrible, just the constant one-liners, the just overall campiness of the movie, I said last episode that it was like they took the 60s style of Batman and brought it into Batman forever, nah, they did that with this movie. This is like a 60s Batman episode made in the 90s. It is that bad. Yeah, this definitely was made to, I guess, somewhat pay homage to the 1960s and whatever. But, yeah, pretty much that's the reputation of this movie, which um, I have other thoughts about it, but I'll save my thoughts for later. But, um, again... Um, this movie was originally released on June 20th of 1997, and this time, um, well, first off, we do have um, Joel Schumacher returning as the director of this movie, and this is actually the first movie to next, uh, had not involve Tim Burton in any kind of capacity. Yep. Um, no way, Shaver and He said no. Bro. No. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work All for me. All right. Either. 
And this time around, we have George Clooney in the role as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, replacing Val Kimmer. All right. And then we have Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator Arnold Schwarzenegger. Corner the the big '80s action movie star and former governor. Which what state was he governor? California. What California? Okay, got it. But yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go ahead. He's also also king of the one liners. (laughs) Right. And we'll show that plenty of them in this movie. Right. Yes. But um, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Victor Fries, which. It's freeze in this, but originally in the comic book, I believe it's actually pronounced as Victor Fries, but um, well, Victor Freeze. It's, it's, it's spelled like that, but I think the way it's pronounced is like you know, Freeze has a Z on it, but with fri- with the the way it's spelled, like his actual name, I think it's pronounced Freeze, like with an S, freeze. so it's like Freeze, Mister Freeze. Gotcha. So yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mister Freeze, and then we have Chris O'Donnell returning. As Dick Grayson and Robin. And we have Uma Thurman coming into the cast as Pamela Isley, um, a.k.a. Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And then we have Alicia Silverstone also added to the cast as Barbara Pennyworth. I don't actually know if it's Pennyworth. It's uh, Maybe I think it's Pennyworth in this film, but... I think so. Uh, but Barbara... Yeah, so Barbara Pennyworth, a.k.a. Batgirl. Then we have uh, Michael Gall uh, returning as um, Alfred. And we have Pat Hingle returning as Commissioner Gordon. Then we have Ella McPherson, which um, she has like a little small role, nothing like too big. Just one of Bruce Wayne's, one of his uh, lovelies. But um, but yeah, um, this film pretty much... Michael Gall as Alfred, he has more of a role in this movie, which I could say, I think that as far as that um, direction of the movie, I think that does work because so far, like, Alfred has just always been the, you know, you know, this happened, Alfred, you know, what should I do? You know, he's just kind of giving advice here and there. Yeah, the, the father figure of, of Batman. He's the, the one that gives the, the, the fatherly advice. Um, we also, as far as act like appearances go, we forgot about Bane, who was uh, oh, yeah. Rob- Robert Swenson, who was actually a pro wrestler, and uh, he was actually involved in a pretty controversial angle back in the day during the uh, when Hulk Hogan was taking on the Dungeon of Doom. His ring name was the Final Solution, which gained a lot of crap because the Final Solution is also the name given to Hitler's plot to exterminate the the Jewish population. So that was oh, a big man. thing back in the day. Um, we also got appearances from Viv- Vivica A. Fox. She does very like minor role. Um, she yeah. plays a Coolio. Miss... Yeah, yeah, Coolio. One... Yeah, she plays a yeah. Miss B. Haven, and Coolio. Yeah, he oh, makes a, a little brief appearance there. Um, we also get John Glover, who plays a Floronic Man, or who plays uh, the evil doctor in the movie. Dr. Woodrow. 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 Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, some of those, um, and some of those uh, additional cast members. But, um, but yeah, as far as opening thoughts, um, I mean, I don't know if you have any more to add as far as your opening thoughts. Um, let's see. I, I, I could go into a lot early about this movie. Um, one thing, one quick thing that I wanted to add is about 
It's about George Clooney's role as Batman. He... Okay, so in this movie, I thought he did Bruce Wayne really well. I thought he played, you know, the millionaire playboy type really well. But he didn't really transition out of that role anytime he was playing Batman. It seemed like right. it was just Bruce Wayne. Yes, he was Batman happy to be concert. Batman. Like, I, like all the previous uh, actors who have had that role, playing Batman always has, like, its kind of darkness to it as far as them not entirely, you know, them not entirely being excited or happy about being Batman. You know, it's just a necessary, you know, something necessary that they have to do, you know. But George Clooney kind of plays this Batman like he's happy to be Batman, almost Batman's a celebrity. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like he's happy to be Batman, (laughs) like... I don't think that's what Batman is. You shouldn't really be happy to be Batman or, you know. I mean, that's my take on his portrayal of yeah, Batman himself. But yeah, but like you said, go ahead. I was just, I was just like, for me, it was kind of like in the other movie, in Batman Forever, how it was kind of reversed, how Val Kilmer played a good Batman, but he didn't play a good Bruce Wayne. In this movie, Val K- or, uh, uh, damn, his name, George Cooney plays a good Bruce Wayne, but not a good Batman. Alright. So yeah, like you said, as far as some of those scenes he has with Alfred and so forth, like you know, those are kind of more highlights of the movie. But um as far as everyone else, I mean Chris O'Donnell, he pretty much brings the same energy and same, you know, as far as playing Robin and Dick Grayson again. I don't I didn't really see it yeah. really seem yeah. same kind of hot headed and you know the same whi- <laughs> the same whiny wonder boy is as the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, he's pretty much the same. But um, I would say Uma Thurman, she's pretty hot in this. I mean, I would put her up there with, you know, the the Michelle Pfeiffer's and Catwoman uh, and et cetera. I thought she yeah, did she, okay as Poison Ivy. She didn't do it for me. I mean, I, I thought she tried to be more like... Catwoman in the term of, you know, she's a very uh, femme fatale type character. She, you know, talks in a certain way like Catwoman does, which, I mean, I, I get why she was doing that, but it's like she didn't really bring her own flavor to the table, I felt like. And it's well, I mean... For me. right. Well, as far as, you know, Alicia Silverstone is Barbara, I mean... I mean, I don't. I didn't think her character was well as far as her portrayal of Barbara. Um, I didn't really have any problems with her as Barbara. I mean, I thought she did what she was supposed to do, as far as um, you know, coming in and creating this con, you know, creating this this uh, you know, this mystique on exactly where she came from and you know why she's there and the sneaking died out in a car and crash five years ago. Yeah, and now she's a a biker chick as a for a living. So yeah, that's pretty much Alicia Silverstone and her portrayal as Batgirl. I mean, for the time, it was what it was. And um, well, we already talked a little bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and we'll get a little more into that as we get into the movie. But um, I guess as far as my opening thoughts, I will say my defense of this movie is. Just like Batman Forever, it was a movie that I grew up on, which 
this was actually one of the first movies I can remember seeing in theaters, which as a four year old, I mean, I guess certain it's kind of hard to like imagine how someone could think that far back, but I do like I can I have certain memories from you know when I was four, like going to the movie theater and seeing certain movies. Like I do remember seeing Batman and Robin in the movie theater so honestly it was one of my first memories at the movie theater so i think that's why i've always had kind of a a soft spot for it so you know so to speak um but you know as far as growing up i pretty much wore the vhs tape out as far you know i watched it over and over and over yeah so yeah yeah it's it's more nostalgic yeah, it's like I see. I grew up on you know Batman Forever, Batman and Robin too, because you know I I came from the same era as well. I was just you know a couple years younger, and I was I was only like one or two when this movie came out. Um, so I I didn't see it in theaters, but I you know vividly remember watching it as a very young kid. My grandparents had the VHS version, so I watched it quite a bit. Um, and you know probably back then I thought you know hey it's Batman, who cares? You know you don't think about the you know, the structure, any of the big fancy schmancy things that we talk about in the movie as we do now. But watching it back as an adult now, it's just like, oh my god, this movie sucks! <laughs> I hate it! Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely things about it now that, of course, everybody, you know, they can have an opinion on, and some some rightfully so, as far as the way this turned out. But, um, well, pretty much, you know, um, this movie was made in the intention of the cash grab so to speak i don't know if that's a good word to use um cash grab as in it was mainly made to like as far as marketing toys and marketing you know merchandise and etc like i said i can remember i can remember back at that time where first came out like pretty sure they had mcdonald's toys and um cups collector's cups and yep, yep. everything like those. that so mm-hmm. so yeah I, I remember you know the marketing that surrounded this movie when it came out so um you know i could kind of see why it ended up turning out the way it turned out as far as critically is because they pretty much focused more on that than they did the movie itself um but yeah i mean again everyone has their own Opinions yeah. on this film, but at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so um, I guess we'll touch a little bit on the soundtrack. Uh, soundtrack basically is the same as the Batman and Forever, yeah. um, as far as the original score. Yeah, right. re- recycled from Batman Forever, really. Um, no, yeah. no real, I didn't really get any real, like, artist songs from this movie. As you know, I did with the last one. You know, last one you had, uh, you had Seal, you had U2, you had Offspring. This one didn't really have anything different. Well, um, I mean, you had a few things. You had, um, because I actually I do have the Batman and Robin soundtrack. That is one of my guilty pleasures. I still do own the Batman and Robin soundtrack. It's beaten to pieces, but it still <laughs> it still works. But um. But no, you have certain songs like um, Goo Goo Dolls, they are on the soundtrack, um, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, uh, um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, uh, what else? Um, Actually, I don't know that. Yeah, so they had a, I mean, as far as the soundtrack goes, as far as I 
remember i think that did a lot better than um than the movie itself and i see here that the song end is beginning is the end by the smashing pumpkins that they do play in the credits of this movie that win one award um a grammy award for says the best hard, hard rock performance or song so but um anyway that's just a little a little brief on the soundtrack so um anyway so after the reception of this movie and it being pretty much a critical you know critical failure they canceled any further plans to make any future batman films which um joel schumacher was uh supposed to have directed another batman film called batman a chain yeah in which um Basically, everyone was supposed to have returned. George Clooney was supposed to have returned. Chris O'Donnell, Alicia Silverstone. Um, everybody was supposed to have returned, and this was supposed to have included Crow, um, the Scarecrow, in the, um, as one of the villains. I think it was Julio was supposed to be that role, wasn't it? Yeah, it says that he was signed on to play, so I would, I would guess that that was... Knowing Joel Schumacher, as far as these first two films, I could see him going in that direction as, as you know especially as putting jim carrey as the riddler so i could see that's how his mind would work um but yeah um the scarecrow was supposed to um you know been the villain and apparently also in the script batman was supposed to have had some um some scenes where he was having hallucinations where the joker appeared and i think harley quinn was also supposed to be in the movie so um yeah, pretty much, you know, that, that was canceled once this movie kind of just absolutely bombed. Yeah. But um, anyway, so uh, honestly, as far as facts and behind the scenes things, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there was really no, you know, it was pretty much after this movie, like I said, it bombed so bad that they canceled any type of Batman plans and it remained, it remained dead until i guess 2005 when they decided to uh go forward with batman begins so this was the last batman film but um anyway so i don't know if there's anything left to add really as far as you know all the background stuff on batman and robin i think i've touched on everything that i could think of anyway so i guess we can get into the movie itself um also i do want to add um, I had the Batman and Robin sheets. I remember that too. They had like um, they had bed sheets, yeah, Batman I and Robin remember. bed sheets or p- pillowcases. Yeah, yeah I, I had those. those. I think so. I think we again, had them at one point too, growing up. Yeah. Oh, you did too. Yeah. I think okay. So, yeah. Like I said, I remember all the marketing, marketing. Oh yeah, dude. You know, around this movie, I'm and I think that's at, why I remember. Go ahead. I'm sitting here looking at three of or like three of the Batman and Robin batman figures right now that they came out with oh yeah i had one of the robins i believe um if i'm not mistaken uh yeah i think i had the robin one yeah. so yeah i was definitely a as far as the marketing um i guess we could I, I guess we could both say as far as regardless of what our views are on of this movie now we were um we happen to be the um far as the marketing strategy we happen to be the people that <laughs> we bought these toys and obviously yeah. that part worked <laughs> we, yeah. we bought what was bought what was being you know <laughs> i was uh, bought everything but anyway 
I thought that's kind of funny, yeah. just thinking back about it now. But we can go ahead and get into the movie itself. Um, okay. You want to go ahead and start us off? Yeah, okay. So, the opening, we get the uh, the WB logo. It's uh, you know, covered in ice. If that gives you any indication of what's going to happen in this movie. Um, it transfers into a bat symbol and shatters. Then we get that, that classic 90s like window style opening credits where the names are just fucking flashing up at you. Um, the bat symbol yeah. forms, and then the the Robin symbol forms in it as well. So then it cuts to and Batman and Robin. The background what? is... Well, I don't want to cut you off. I was oh, yeah. going to ask you, would you consider that background like a crimson red type of um, something? I don't know. Yeah, I would say you, so. You, you know what I mean? Okay, I was just curious. Uh, it's not nothing that important. I was just like, I would consider Sorry. that a crimson. But go ahead. Yeah, so uh, we get to the uh, opening scene, or the opening scene cuts to Batman and Robin putting on their gear. Of course, they're going to fight some crime. Uh, what do we get in this opening? We get a close-up of Bat-Ass and Bat-Cock. Bat-Nipples. Oh, yeah, bat -nipples. and Bat-Nipples as well. Uh, only only Joel Schumacher. Um, so we get an even uglier Batmobile than the last one. I, I fucking hate these two Batmobiles with a passion. Uh, the first words of the movie are, I want a car. Chicks dig the car. To which Batman replies... This is why Superman works alone. <laughs> so that sets the tone for the movie already. It's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so now Batman takes off. Alfred says, do a try and bring this one back in one piece. Uh. So then a little container comes up, revealing the Redbird bike that Robin, that Robin drives. Um, he uh, says, catch you later, Al. And he goes, I'll cancel the pizzas. Which, well, he says, I think it's says, don't wait up, Al. Let's yeah, wait, don't, don't wait, wait up, up. Al. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. Don't wait up, Al. He says, I'll cancel the pizzas. Um, Gordon comes up on the little bat computer in the Batmobile and tells him a villain. Well, before we get to that part, I guess it's probably important we note that the last scene before it cuts that is Alfred kind of looks a little bit, you know, has this kind of look of, I don't know which, which, what I would want to call it, but it doesn't look it very good, not you know. Looks rather but Ill. I was just, right, so I was just pointing that out. But go ahead, Gordon comes on the. Okay, so yeah, the, Gordon comes on the little monitor in the Batmobile, tells him a villain has turned uh, guards into ice at the museum. He has a name, Mister Freeze. Um, we see at the museum some weak ass guards shooting at Mister Freeze, <laughs> and then we get the first one liner in the movie after he turns him into ice. The Iceman cometh. Which, throughout this entire episode, I am going to try my best to do just the Arnold impersonation and every one-liner that he says in this movie. Because you absolutely can't say them without trying to impersonate Arnold. Um, Alright, so, so let's say the next one. So after um, after the first one, the Iceman cometh, guard comes up and asks him for mercy. And then, go ahead. Mr. Free says, mercy? mercy, I'm afraid that my condition has let me cold to your pleas of mercy. And then freezes the dude. Uh, he spots a big giant diamond in the room and almost has an orgasm over it. Uh, he blasts the container um, containing the diamond. And he says, the next, the next one-liner, in this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. 
and Batman crashes in and introduces himself. I freeze. I'm Batman. <laughs> and then he um, slides down the uh, dinosaur and kicks Freeze, and Freeze loses his gun. So Freeze um, gets the upper hand on Batman, and then in comes Robin with the red bird and kicks the gun oh. at back out of Freeze's hand. Go ahead. Yeah, so we missed we miss, we miss a, oh, yeah. miss a one-liner there. <laughs> you are not sending me to Robin. the cooler. <laughs> right. <laughs> right before Robin. Robin bursts in, yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, after Robin comes in and makes the save, um, then uh, Freeze unleashes his uh, hockey team from hell on Batman and Robin as they fight them. And while so, yes. Freeze is trying to get his gun back that's um, been kicked on top of the roof or whatever yeah. that is. Oh, yeah. And so, um, one, but... one, one thing he says that I kind of thought was funny is uh, when he sends the his like henchman out he goes yes kill them kill them yes destroy everything <laughs> right so they're all coming like out of well i guess we need to point out that they're um <laughs> they're on ice skates and yeah. they're pretty much like <laughs> they're just you know uh with their ice skates uh, attacking batman and robin it's so um like i hell. said right so like i said freeze is trying to get his gun back and um during the fight, um, Batman and Robin themselves have ice skates built yeah, into their so they boots. Fucking, they fucking click their heels together like they're Dorothy trying to go back to Kansas or whatever. And they grab some hockey sticks and join in this fucking hockey game over a diamond. Oh. Before saying um, the next one-liner. Oh, yeah. Get the ice. I'll, I'll get the, the ice, man. man. Yep. So. Uh, <laughs> so then, yeah, um. He freezes, uh, let's see, what is it? Is it freezes his gun, throws one. He, uh, he freezes his gun up on the roof. Um, so he grabs one screaming guard. He's like, ah! He fucking just launches this man up into fucking space before the gun drops down and he's able to use it. Um, Robin, you know, they're, they're still fighting. Robin gets the diamond. He looks at Batman. I got mine. Where's yours? And this and your favorite line. This is one of my favorite lines of this whole movie. <clears throat> what cue the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! And he proceeds to freeze the big old dinosaur in the museum. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, <laughs> then the dinosaur explodes. So as he's making his uh, escape, um, Robin happens to lose the um, diamond that he now captured from one of the henchmen. So one of the henchmen... After Mr. Freeze says, hit me, boys. And they me just boys. like. Ah, then they. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. <laughs> right. And then he takes off in his um, rocket. Um, and Batman follows him into the rocket and is trapped inside the rocket. And the rocket blasts out of the museum with Robin attached to it. Ah, so, I was hoping you'd drop but, in. <laughs> all right. So Robin is um on top of the well he's on the side of the rocket while it's launched in the air still yeah. and then and then um Batman while trying to uh trying to stop Freeze he kicks him down the uh, rocket chute or whatever and then freezes his hands to where now Batman can't move yes and then 
<laughs> tells him that the yes, rocket will I mean, explode. Go ahead, you want to say yes, it? <laughs> yes. Watch the numbers, Batman, for they are the harbingers of your doom. Can you feel it coming? The icy cold of space. At 30,000 feet, your heart will freeze and beat no more. <laughs> right. So he, uh, and he ejects himself from the rocket and then says, freeze well. Oh, yeah, just... he, oh, yeah, he also goes, Go after you're frozen, your icy tomb will plummet to back to Gotham. Um, yeah, if he tells freeze, you're mad, you know, says the capsule will explode. If it explodes, it'll slaughter thousands. And he goes, freeze well. Then he ejects himself from the rocket with some wings unstrapped to his back. No, I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's basically gliding in the air like a... Like a freaking um, gargoyle or something, <laughs> but um, ice ice gargoyle. So while Robin, um, now that the door is open, he's able to get into the rocket ship and um, free Batman by thawing him with the uh, uh, hot weapon. Which it's good that they have that handy. I mean, battery. <laughs> fucking, yeah, right. it was Batman's first line. He says, "Who invited you?" I was just hanging right. around. Robin goes, "I was just hanging around." Thought you were gonna stay at the museum, round up th- some thugs. How about nice to see ya? Glad you, glad you're here to save my life, man. Robin's he, just shit on so bad. All right. <laughs> so he saves his life and then thaws him, and then um, he tells him that uh, since the rocket is going to um, explode, he's gonna have to blow it up himself. So he attaches a bat bomb to a it. Bat bomb. <laughs> yeah, and then they um, before. Um, before uh, the bomb goes off, they both um, they both uh, the they both escape out of the rocket um, attached to the the doors as yeah, boards. They, yeah, they they turn into the Silver Surfer and just start surfing through right. the air like it's nobody's fucking business, you know. Normal and then person. Robin, before they, oh, yeah, and but... I was gonna say before they go ahead and I was saying Robin goes surfs up and then they just basically. Just glide through the air on the board on their boards. Oh. And then he says so, um, the next what? line Cowabunga Right. So uh, that's the surfer thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the surfer thing. So yeah, they're pretty much, you know, they're still pursuing Freeze and Batman happens to um catch up to Freeze and then while the diamond is in midair, that's when Robin catches it and that's when he goes Cowabunga, right? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so yeah. So, um, while Tat, while Batman's on Freeze's back, he just ejects the wings, and then like basically just while falling in midair, just takes his guns out and freezes the furnace. He's um, freezing the furnace. Right. <laughs> so he freezes the furnace. Then go ahead, you take it over. Okay. So you know they do. They shoot their little grappling hooks, avoid you know plummeting into the icy below. Freeze takes off through a bunch of doors that look like vault doors from the Fallout games. If you've ever played those, there's snow right. everywhere. Freeze shuts the door on Batman. Robin, like an idiot, he says, "I got him." And he says, "No, don't." And then he gets shot. He gets turned to ice by Mr. Freeze. And uh, the like, next one-liner of the movie, stay cool, bad boy. Stay cool, bad boy. <laughs> I like that one. Yep. And then, can you stay cold, Batman? Yeah, can you stay cold, <laughs> Batman? You have 11 minutes to thaw the bird. What will you do? Chase the villain or save the boy? Your emotions make you weak. That's why this day is mine. I'll kill uh-huh. you next time. <laughs> ah, get then... the chopper. <laughs> Then he pretty much freezes them into the um, 
Well, he freezes them in. Well, not freezes them in, really. He just kind of gives himself enough time to escape by freezing a somehow like some type of shield almost like shielding himself. Um, so Batman um, puts Robin into a lake or some type of liquid and then takes out his bat ray unthaw thing and then is able to unthaw Robin. And then next, the next scene cuts to a lab somewhere in South America. It is South America. So um, yep. a lab in South America where we see a woman surrounded by a bunch of plants and snakes and uh, discussing her research and trying to um, give life to nature, so to speak. Yeah, she's, uh, she's trying to try to make this a snake have sex with a plant, and she like fails because how does <laughs> How does a snake have actual sex with a plant? I don't understand. Um, Built again. <laughs> so, uh, so she is uh, she's looking for the right strain of venom to ensure plants can fight back like animals. Uh, they're screaming in another room. Uh, she goes, personal note: my work would proceed faster if Doctor Woodrow weren't always whisking my whisk my venom samples back to his mysterious Gil- Gilgamesh wing. Uh, she wonders why she won't let him into the lat into his lab. Uh, she, she says, that. yeah, she asks, what is he doing in there? So, of course, she sneaks into the lab. Where Dr. Wardrobe is down there having an auction show, some some type of auction show, where he brings out this um, delinquent uh, murderer, and he Antonio chose Diego. several murder serving life in prison. And and this dude basically just looks like a, a skinny old. I don't know how he could be a murder. <laughs> looks, like looks like a fucking cancer patient, to be honest. Right. So anyway, he pulled this guy from wherever, but um, he pretty much using him uses him as a demonstration on his new venom toxin, which he pumps into cranium brain which makes him basically this cranial cavity like, right and basically makes him shoot up as shoot up as a big old monster and a bunch of he was on juice but the juice worked immediately <laughs> he juiced him up pretty pretty quickly come out but, uh, like a fucking giant enormous ass roided up freak show looking thing and then uh, he goes, uh, genius, behold, the ideal killing machine. I call this number Bane. Bane of humanity. And then basically he um, tells everybody that everybody can have a, their own Bane if they uh, want to buy one. Then Bane, um, with too much power now, is unleashed and pretty much starts... Um, Starts throwing all the I don't know if they're henchmen or whatever whoever they are his his lackeys or someone that yep. I guess they're supposed to be <laughs> supposed to be um you know supposed to be protecting or whatever but he's throwing them everywhere and then he throws one of them into like a bird cage or something where um well the lady who we were speaking of is Doctor Pamela um Isley who. Yep. Now him, Doctor Wardrobe, uh, notices that she is witnessing all this and escapes went to the um, escapes back up into the lab where he 
proposes uh, her to join him, and she rejects him. Yep. And he, he goes, does uh, not appreciate that too much. <laughs> yeah, he goes, uh, what does he say? Well, I can I can respect your opinion. Sadly, I'm not good at rejection. I'm afraid you have to you'll have to die. And then she's like, yep. Belts out this like weird ass scream like ah! <laughs> and then just fucking throws over the fucking table and then drops another one on top of her. Um and she goes, Yes, yes, let the poison and toxins burn a grave for your deep into the earth you so love so much. Bye bye dear. We see her arm the... lift up, covered in plants. Um and then... the, t- the snake. Snakes yep. or whatever, but yeah, she basically just disappears down into the ground and and he, um, you know, goes on to his bidding war. And the next scene cuts to Kristen Dick um, in the Batcave watching footage of the former, formerly Dr. Victor Freeze, who, um, who was looking for a cure for his wife and mm-hmm. had an accident and end up um, pretty much uh, deforming himself uh, in the chemicals. So that you know, shows how he became, you know, what he is as far as, doc, you know, becoming becoming the color that he became as far as the freeze, the whole thing. And then they revealed that in order for him to survive or for him to keep, keep in the right temperature while I guess he's anywhere, you know, anywhere other than sub, sub-zero degrees, um, so basically they, you know, create a, a plan to draw him out and Dick pretty much, you know, is already ready to get up back on the job and Bruce yep. shoots him down and basically tells him, you know, you're not ready. We're going to trap ourselves with snowman. Yeah. After you uh, spend assimilation training. So, yeah, Bruce is pretty much our <laughs> being overprotective and not trusting Dick to carry his weight. And that causes tension once more with Dick and Bruce. And Alfred intervenes and pretty much tells Bruce, you know, you got to learn to trust them because if you're your family and that's what family is. You got to trust one another. Got to back off there, bud. Helicopter parent over here. Right. So, you know, that's basically Alfred just tells him that and he sees a glimpse of. I guess him as a kid and Alfred coming to his aid as a kid falling down. Then it closes out that scene pretty much. And then the next yep. scene cuts back to the lab. You yep. Take it over if you want. Yep. Uh, the next scene, they're back at the lab where uh, Dr. Wood- Woodrue is talking to the winner of the bid. He says they're making the final modifications on Bane and he'll have a fall of Super Soldier out tomorrow by overnight mail. So I guess you could say that uh, Prime Shipping... Uh, Prime shipped humans before it was cool. So, you know, a little bit of human trafficking. Where is Bane at this time, though? Like, he's just downstairs, like, just chilling? I guess he's just doing the same same old place he was at before. Um, Just downstairs chilling. Yeah, so so the doctor, he notices, like, like light flashing behind him. Um, The plants plants are moving, and Dr. Isley pops up out of his hole. Um... He's, uh, you know, yeah, shocked to see that uh, she's still alive. Uh, she looks great, especially for a dead woman. She goes, hello, Jason. I think I've had a change of hearts. The animal plant toxins had a rather unique effect on me. They replaced my blood with aloe. That's probably every hippie's dream ever. My skin is, cl- my skin with chlorophyll. 
and fill my lips. Yeah. She kisses the doctor yeah. on the lips with venom. And uh, he dies. <laughs> he goes, oh, Jason, right. one more thing. I probably should have mentioned this earlier. I'm poison. And then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> just falls down. But yeah, she turns into a poison walking a plant, which uh, she pretty much is ready to have nature, you know, given its credit and vows to um to impose her uh, impose her idea on the world. And she crashes up the lab pretty before seeing a Wayne Enterprises um Wayne Enterprises something, I don't know, glass like or whatever, a, but Yeah, it's like a beaker. Yeah, beaker, that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah, but she sees the Wayne Enterprises beaker, and I guess that yeah. gives her idea. Then Bane comes up. Rawr! Right, downstairs. Yeah. Like, hey, come and get me. Rawr! <laughs> he just starts growling and shit. <laughs> and so she goes, uh, Bane, darling, we have to go. We have a plane to catch. So somehow they're, right. you know, already working together, I guess. Um, the next scene cuts to Snowy Cone's ice cream factory. Without a doubt, you know, Mr. Freeze's hideout. Well, could you guess? How could, could could you guess on that? Um, he's watching A Year Without Santa Claus on TV while wearing right. polar bear slippers and a robe. And he's got his his henchman as his own personal choir. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> come on. Scene. Louder. <laughs> yeah. No, I like going back to like this scene. Like <laughs> whenever my mom, she was watching it like one year. Um. I mean, this was a long time ago. I think this was like when I was a kid. But like when that part came on, I was like, "Hey, that's the song from Batman and Robin, yeah. the, <laughs> the ice song." But there's also Heat Miser, but it's Christmas there. <laughs> but anyway, um, but like you said, um, after uh, he seems to be un unentertained by his henchman singing, yep, uh, one of his uh, but Viv Gay Fox, one of his uh, I don't know what you want to call her. I don't know if she's one of his Miss side Behaven. chicks or what. Miss, Miss yeah. Behaven. What, what a name. Um, she's still, you know, she can still get it, though. Um, she goes, Freezy, I'm feeling hot. He goes, find that. I find that unlikely. It's like his, <laughs> I guess that could be kind of one-liner number nine, I guess. Um, oh, well, then my he... hair is so brittle. My skin is dry. I'd weather blizzards just to have you. You're the most perfect man I've ever known. What do you say we heat things up? Then he only. This is the first one-liner that actually is not as opposite as yeah. my passion. It was it my passion thaws. Yeah, was my it thaws alone for my bride alone? Right. <laughs> and then um, he uh. Talk about your cold shoulder. Right, and then he bumps goes, him. Frosty. Frosty. <laughs> Frosty. So, yeah. So one of his henchmen um basically. About to catch pneumonia doesn't really like he must be paying them a lot. Those one of the guy look like he's like freaking catching pneumonia or something about to freeze his freeze, freezing his balls off. But um, anyway, he um pretty much goes into this secret room, which reveals that he has his wife still um, frozen alive, and he tells her that he's almost close to. And in the cure, um, but actually, no, I guess we'll go back, uh, rewind just a little bit. His plan is to collect enough diamonds to 
fire up some weapon that he's going to use to threaten Gotham City and um, get them to finance his research so he can find the cure yeah, he for his goes, wife. Uh, he goes, one more giant diamond of this size, and my freezing engine will be complete. I will freeze the city. I will freeze the city. Then I will hold Gotham, Gotham ransom unless the city bows to my demands. It's winter forever it's winter here in Gotham. Gotham. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he pretty much uh, just says what he's what his uh, plans are, and then, like I said, we see that his wife is still alive, frozen. Um, so the next scene cuts to the doorbell ringing at the Wayne Manor, Wayne Mansion, which. Um, Nobody's answering the door, so Dick opens the door himself while Alfred comes out of a room and yeah, well he apologizes for not getting the door and Bruce says, Well, there's no reason to apologize. It's the first time it's happened in thirty years. Yeah, give the man a so, break, dude. <laughs> yeah. Give him vacation. All <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, well, Dick opens the door and finds this girl um dressed in a schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, yeah she's looking for schoolgirl skirts and legs. <laughs> right. And this is uh, Alicia Silverstone. Um, I don't think we've missed any. Um, well, I guess we did miss um, <laughs> Pamela Isley is Puma Thurman. And um, I think we may have. We already said Dr. Woodrow. And I don't think we missed anyone else. But yeah, I think Uma Thurman was just the one we forgot to introduce. But. Yeah, anyway, Alicia Silverstone, Barbara, shows up, and she is looking for Alfred, who she calls Uncle Alfred, so revealing this to be his niece. And he explains that, uh, which, this is kind of a plot hole for me. Um, how exactly could he be taking care of her if he's been with Bruce all his life? Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering. He... And it's weird, because, like, you know, when, it, when uh, you know, she talks about how, oh, her parents died five years ago. And, uh, you know, Uncle Alfred's been taking care of me ever since. They both kind of look at him like, uh, he was like, uh, yeah, uh, shit, what is it, what is it he yeah. says? Uh, he says secrets are a, um, a common thing in this house. Um, or is that what you're referring to? Or you're it's talking like, about yeah. when they pretty much like trying to figure out like why they never knew that it's she like, existed? It's like secrets, Alfred. As I kind of, kind of got like a vibe, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you when I get back in here. Yeah, teach you a lesson, <laughs> old man. You've been using, been using Wayne money. Yeah, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. All right. Um. So yeah, I just kind of felt that kind of odd. I mean, how she kind of is given this impression that he's kind of, you know, she says she supported her as well that she he's helped her all her life, but he's yeah. been working for Bruce. But small <laughs> thing. I was kind of wondering, like, how old is she supposed to be in this movie? <laughs> yeah, like, you'd think she's Bruce's age, but the way they kind of, like, it's like she's Dick's age, the way they kind of got the whole kid vibe. But, um, but anyway, it was just a little, a little plot hole. I was just kind of like, mm, I don't get that part. But, um, but anyway, basically, she arrives and she, you know, tells them that she's on break from school. And she happens to take a notice of the bikes that she pretty much seems to get takes interest in pretty quickly and uh bruce invites her to stay with them and that pretty much is that and then the next scene basically is just her talking to alfred who is looking for his brother wilfred um 
who's butler somewhere else in England. Yeah, like, uh, the butler to the Maharaja of Menejimpur. I guess this is like uh, somewhere between India or something. And she, she well, why doesn't like, Barbara have an accent? <laughs> I know, that's something I wanted to do. Like, she came all the way from England. Like, bitch, where is your English accent? Where is your accent, <laughs> must, honey? She must have kicked her uh, accent, but <laughs> but yeah, like, like basically, yeah. I said, there's like a, there's one dumb line from this, like when he's telling her about it. He goes, "Well, I don't suppose they have fax machines on elephants." Well, no shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, but basically, like I said, she comes in and um to speak with Alfred for a second, and then um she leaves the room and she takes off, and she pretty much um she uh she sneaks out of the the mansion and takes one of the bikes with her somewhere. Yep. So um anyway that's wherever she's going. And then the next scene cuts to Poison Ivy and Bane arriving to Gotham and they are heading they hear on the radio that um that the demonstration at the uh at the Wayne um the Gotham I don't know if Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, Gotham like, Observatory. And I, I just I have I have one question. What what the fuck is Bane wearing in this scene? My my dude Rise. dressed like he's a fucking gangster from the nineteen twenties, thirties. Yeah, like he's like the Mugsley of fucking just oh my god, it was just so weird. And then like uh she goes to the Bane to the observatory, step on it, and what does he go? Step. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they um head to the observatory where uh, they're having an event at the I'm revealing the new telescope project, um, and then Pamela shows up and basically tells them that she thinks that the whole telescope idea is stupid, and she rather everybody focus on nature and her idea of what should be um, the right thing to do to save nature, or in her idea, it, her mind it is. But they pretty much, you know reject her idea or bruce rejects it and they off at her and he just invites her to the um the botanical garden event uh, where batman and robin will be attending and she um she uh says that she's going to uh there as well to um you know see what uh what she can do in her next uh plan next step in her plan and the next scene cuts to Freeze. Uh, go ahead, if you want to freeze. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it cuts to uh, Freeze. He's, like, watching, I guess, footage from, like, his wedding and stuff. Footage of him and his wife, like, home video. Um, and then Frosty comes in with a newspaper. Says he got something that Freeze might want to see. So, Freeze freezes him. And he says... I hate, I hate when people I talk hate during, when the people talk during the movie. I hate when people talk during the movie. I knew people talk during the movie. Um, so, go ahead. Okay, so, uh, he, uh, you know, he's, he's still watching. Uh, he looks at her and says, One more diamond, my love. One more. He, he sees the newspaper and notices the Bruce Wayne diamonds. He goes, Very nice. Uh, Very nice. So, and then it cuts cuts to the... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Was like, yeah, it cuts to... Uh, I don't know where they were at in this scene, but you hear, like, this, like... Weird. It's like it's like a weird transition through the fucking air, and then you hear like this weird jungle music, um, and then it shows like a bunch of like I guess 
they're supposed to be dressed like aborig Aboriginal people or something, but uh, could, could just a little touch smidge of racism there. Uh, I wasn't feeling that one. Um, the MC, you know, it sounds like he's trying to do a really, like he's trying to do a Jim Carrey impression if Jim Carrey was doing a British impression. I kind of got that vibe. Oh. Good morning, go gossip. Uh, gossip, uh, good morning. Uh, what's her name? Gossip Gertie. Yeah, Gossip Gertie, yeah. <laughs> the gym. The evening. So, Gossip Gertie is um, revealing the uh, the necklace diamond that uh, is to be auctioned off to somebody. So, Bruce, uh, not Bruce, but I'm sorry, Batman. Batman and Robin, um, they pretty much are expecting Ace to show up, which kind of honest kind of a little once you say a little um uh like why would they put all those people in arms away to bait exactly. him out <laughs> but yeah it's like oh he'll be here it's like oh okay well yeah. all right <laughs> but anyway they um they um are auctioning off the necklace and then pretty much everything stops and then we see this someone um dressed in a big old ape suit or something uh starting to dance and she takes the head off the, the ape which reveals poison ivy now dressed pretty you know different or she's pretty much in full poison ivy mode and she blows her pheromone out to everyone and mesmerizes them including batman and robin yep so yeah she makes her grand entrance onto the stage and from that point Man and Robin are mesmerized. <laughs> yep, and then uh, she starts. Uh, you know, she gets the uh, the necklace. She goes. Uh, Some lucky boys are about to hit the money pot or the honey pot. I'll include an evening of my company for the winner. I'll bring everything you see here, plus everything you don't. Someone starts the bid at fifty thousand dollars, then a hundred thousand, then five hundred thousand, then Batman throws in a bid of one million. Robin bids two million, but Batman says you don't have it. Three million. Three so then Robin borrow says I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Batman bids I five million. Robin says that's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. And what do we get in the next scene? We get pulls out the Bat credit card. The Bat expiration date. Fucking credit card. <laughs> expiration date. Batman forever. <laughs> Bids seven million dollars on this card, and says never leave the cave without it. And I'm pretty sure that was a commercial oh. somewhere. Oh my god! If you look back, pretty okay. sure if you look back on YouTube or somewhere, that oh. that had to be a commercial. I, I, but, I remember just watching this scene now, and I was just like, oh my god, this is why I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, after pulling out the back card, um, freeze. Um, Ends up crashing the uh, crashing the event and starts freezing people left to right. Yep. And go ahead. All right, everyone. Chill. Oh my chill. god. <laughs> it's then, chill. Yeah, chill. He starts shooting people. He's trying to get. It, it kind of feels like he's like looking at him like, get it? Chill. Chill. He starts shooting people, <laughs> and then so you know the, the a typical fight ensues. Knocks Batman up in the. Uh, Batman shoots a freezer with a grapple gun, knocking out of his hand. Robin throws a battering. Cartoon, the cartoon sound comes out like whip. 
Oh yeah, that part did. Yeah, they had that a couple times. I noticed. Um, so Freeze grabs a vine and swings up to Ivy. Well, look at you. Let me guess. Plant girl, vine lady. Hand over the diamond garden girl, or I will. Bl- or I'll turn you into mulch. And then she. she tries uh, to, uh, she, yeah, she blows it? the pheromone dust in his face. He says, pheromone dust, designed to heal a man's That's blood. It doesn't work on the cold hearted. Now, if you now, please. please. <laughs> now, if you please. <laughs> and then, so after that doesn't work, he takes the necklace and then makes his escape while um, pretty much um, everybody in the base has been frozen or whatever. So uh, Batman tells Commissioner Gordon that they have a certain amount of time to thaw everyone. While they uh, go in pursuit of Mr. Freeze, while Robin is still mesmerized by Poison Ivy on the stage, and Batman just grabs him, snatches him away, and then come on, um, come on, man! <laughs> and then uh, Poison Ivy tells um, Gordon that, well, um, Gordon tells Ivy she just met the sinister, the most sinister man in Gotham, and she replies, "Nope, it's not a man. That a is a god." Oh, we uh, nope. we also we missed uh, we missed a, a couple couple of one-liners here. Um, yeah. During the uh, during the fight, like when Freeze escapes, uh, Batman is like fighting one of the henchmen who grabs like this that wooden plate-looking thing. Batman like punches through it, and he goes good night. And then oh, yeah. uh, the next one is uh, Freeze. He you know gets in his little uh, his freeze engine or whatever, and he says cool party cool party, <laughs> and then rides off. So yeah, so yeah, Poison Ivy basically tells Bane that uh, they have to find a way to get a hold of Freeze some way. So the chase pursues on through Gotham City. Yeah, uh, um, Mr. Freeze and his henchmen. Go ahead. As I say, uh, there's that one scene where uh, Ivy goes, uh, she's like, "No more monkey business. We've got work to do." And Bane goes, yeah. "Monkey work." Monkey work. <laughs> I, I like, feel like I've heard something like oh that. My. That's like cave. That's like cavemen talk. <laughs> Man, they just Monkey they just work. they just fucked this character up so bad for me. They just ruined Bane so, so mo- bad. Moronic. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Yeah. So. But um. The, in... Yeah. The chase pursues uh, through Gotham City, where um, uh, Batman and Robin are chasing Freeze and his uh, henchmen, and they're basically riding alongside of a, a statue, pretty much. <laughs> um, a big old statue they're riding on top of it and before having to jump into jump um before having to make a jump to another building batman has lacking confidence of robin that he's able to do it so basically instead of trusting robin he basically disables his bat bird yeah i'm sorry disables his his motorcycle his bird and as they make the jump, Robin looks on fiercely. Oh man, yeah, that 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 scream he goes, he goes, oh, like <laughs> it's like, like a kid. Fuck, um, <laughs> it's like a little kid, like. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they crash in a like I think it was like a water plant, like a water powering plant or something like that. Uh, we get the yeah. next one later. Um, it's a cold town, and he shoots the Batmobile with ice, forcing Batman to eject. Uh, freeze! He's you know starts ah 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 laughing, but then he goes oh oh, and then Batman and then like busts through the uh, windshield, 
Uh, like, like fucking drop kicking the shit out of him. And then we see like the cape move out of the way and like there's Freeze like knocked out. Um, so it pretty much captures Mr. Freeze. And then um, back at the Batcave, Dick pretty much confronts Bruce over the lack of confidence he has in him and the lack of uh, teamwork and trust between them. So Batman, uh, sorry, Dick walks off in frustration and Alfred, um, well, Bruce goes into Alfred's room where Alfred congratulates him on his apprehension of Mr. Freeze in which Bruce asks Alfred if Dick is right about his, um, his lack of confidence and lack of trust and Alfred tells him that basically he can't control everything in life and that some things he you know he can't control which meaning more well by now i guess we're getting the sense that alfred means this more than more means it in more than one way that he can't control anything and i think bruce is starting to kind of suspect something as well about alfred um then the next scene cuts to Dick, who finds Barbara coming in the garage late at night, and she pretty much judo flips him, martial arts style. Yep. Um, and then, go ahead. I think we might have missed a scene. Uh, no, wait, did we? Maybe I just didn't write this part down. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it cuts to, uh, yeah, what you said. She stole the bike, but she's confronted by Dick, who she flips him over. Um, he asks her about the bike. Yeah. She says she'll clean it in the morning. Runs out. The next scene goes to uh, Arkham Asylum. The guards transporting Mr. Freeze. Uh, one of the guards. The fridge rider. <laughs> yeah, one of the guards is uh, Jesse Ventura. The body. Yep. Who says drag him into the cold beam? He says welcome home, Frostface. The other guard says you're the common cold and we're the cure. And then we get the next <laughs> one line from Freeze. He goes, allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Freeze. Let it well. What's the chilling sound of your doom? Which <laughs> is the second. Uh, the next uh, one-liner from that scene. We're up to 17 one-liners so far in this movie. Right. Um, so he pretty much he tries to escape um, and realizes that the room is temperature sensitive to where basically he can't live outside the sub-zero cold zone area so yeah, all right freezy you can't live outside the cold zone and i'm not gonna lie dude that scene as a kid kind of like whenever he like turns around he's like <gasps> and his eyes are like all freaking like bloodshot yeah. red like like that was kind of creepy as a child yeah, to me of, like freaked me out a little bit too back back in the day um but yeah so yeah after that next scene we see uh poison ivy and bane they're trying to find a hideout they break into a turkish bathhouse or an abandoned turkish bathhouse which is actually inhabited by some yeah inhabited by some <laughs> some juggalos from batman some... forever um with that fucking neon colored paint shit that they use that i thought was absolutely atrocious uh, one of the thugs says hello my pretty 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 um he says uh you look good enough to eat and then she uh leashes bane and pretty much makes them run away so that they could take over the 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 hideout and she creates her own layer with a bunch of plants and everything else yeah. so um next scene cuts to bruce on the date with um uh gosh i forget her name ella the yeah. actress but i forget her i think it's julie or something but yeah. she's like 
I feel sorry for this actress. She's like the only woman in the Batman. These first four films is not like <laughs> any relevance to the movie. <laughs> like yeah. she's the only Bruce Wayne girlfriend who's like the first apparently like serious whatever. relationship that he's had in these movies. Right, and like she's just like whatever. He's too busy daydreaming about poison ivy, you know. <laughs> then. Um, he calls her Ivy, and then the next scene cuts yeah, to which, Dick, who is in. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, which, uh, like when they're kissing, like I, I didn't catch him saying Ivy at first. Like I thought it would because you know Poison Ivy like sneaks in, like somehow she gets into you know his house. Like I guess she already knows that he's Batman or something and knows where he lives at. Well, she's like, I don't know if he was just like hallucinating or what, but she's in there and then. Well, I think he's just pretty much having daydreams over, you know, oh, just basically okay. like, you know, and like you said, she, when he kisses her, he imagines that he's kissing Ivy and then I guess calls her Ivy. I mean, we don't hear him call her Ivy, but, um, but anyway, he calls her Ivy, which pretty much pisses her off. And then you see Dick, um, in the Batcave, uh, researching more about her as well. And then he gets an alert on the screen where he sees Barbara is in the garage once more, taking a bike, and he decides to follow her. So, he follows her to, what, this underground race rave? I guess yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. Like a street rave. It's like, it shows a bunch of different, like, little crews or whatever. Clicks, some, yeah. Yeah, some of them look like, like have you ever seen the Clockwork Orange? I don't I haven't seen that before. Well, it was like, some of them are dressed up like Alex and his crudes from... A clockwork orange, like they wear like the all white and the top hats. And I was oh, yeah, like, well, there's yeah. a lot of clicks down there, but yeah, but yeah. Then we see like it's got that cameo from Coolios. He's the um, coin maker, the person that uh, I guess holds the money or whatever. But then the guy basically comes up to Barbara and bets her on the race, and then Dick is kind of just watching on. Uh, he joins the race himself. Then. Um, that guy, his crew is basically cheering him on. That little guy's, come on, let's get her. I'm like, guys, you should be in bed. It's pretty late at night. <laughs> but anyway, these um, they start the race basically, and basically through the race, um, these guys pretty much pulling underhanded tricks and etc. And then finally, at the end of the finish line, his uh, his crew or his whoever they um cut off Nick and Barbara. Um, causing them to fall off their bikes and slide them to the edge of the bridge where they both almost fall off the bridge. And then Dick catches Barbara, which he has to be lifting some major weights or he has to be pretty strong to hold somebody by one foot in midair and then able to speak to her at the same time. Yep. <laughs> so this is where you hang out. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, anyway, she catches Barbara and then she reveals that she's been street racing for a while after her parents died and that she's trying to um, make enough money to uh, relieve Alfred of being a servant, a butler, as she feels that Bruce has taken advantage of him all this time. And now knowing that he's sick, she plans to take him away. Um, this dismal life of servitude, she calls it. And um, after, like I said, revealing that Alfred is sick, Bruce comes out of the comes out of the sh uh, shadows and tells Dick that Alfred is not sick; he's dying. 
and that leaves that scene and then the next scene goes back to Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah, so uh, it freezes at Arkham Asylum. Uh, the guards, like, they get there's a phone call. I guess, like, Freeze is making, like, an ice sculpture, like a, uh, kind of like a music box yeah. kind of thing. And, uh, right. so then the phone, the phone rings, the guards get a call. Uh, one of them says, uh, he says, hey, Icehead, you have a visitor. It's your sis, your sister's here. And he goes, my sister? Sister? <laughs> so, yeah. Poison Ivy. Right. And, um, she, um, pretty much, uh, well, she kisses the two guards and kills them um, while Bane is in the evidence room getting Mr. Freeze's stuff where we see the Riddler and, um, and the two faces uh, suits in there. I don't know. Did you catch that part? I actually did not. I did not catch that part. So that's actually uh, good that you did. Yeah, there, um, there might have been something else in there, too. I may have to look maybe another time but anyway in the locker room that's just a little fun fact um but anyway he um he uh breaks into the evidence to get mr freeze's um equipment while um poison ivy she proposes a alliance with mr freeze um and escape from arkham after he blows a hole in the wall by freezing the pipes yeah, Go ahead. There's a yeah, the, the yeah. one-liner. Oh, but before that, there's that the one scene like when Bane comes in with his with his <clears> suit. He goes, "A laundry service that delivers." Wow. Oh yeah, so I then, forgot about that one. Yeah, so then it cuts to uh, him freezing the pipes. He goes, "Always winterize your pipes." And then, um, like I say, he blows a hole in the wall, and then they jump from the building down into the ocean. And did you get that one-liner as well? He says, "I hope Mr. Bane can swim." <laughs> yeah, so they jump off the building. Um, so they escape Arkham. Then um, the next scene cuts to um, Bruce, who tells Alfred that he knows that he's sick and that he wants to get him the best care possible. And Alfred replies that he doesn't need any care and that, you know, I guess he's going to handle this his way or whatever. And he asks Alfred if he's had any... Um, had any regrets working for him and he tells him no because you're a hero and then bruce says no i think you're the hero and then he says uh, and dick go ahead he goes looking out for heroes no sir my only regret is that i was never able to be out there with you and then bruce goes well not all heroes wear masks heroes wear a mask and then dick uh comes in the room to uh tell that um <coughs> freeze has escaped arkham freeze's so escaped. they take off Freeze has escaped, and then they take off, like um, Batman and Robin from the 1960s version. They're going <laughs> to take off on the... That's what they... Like, now I'm thinking about it. That kind of reminds me of those old scenes in the 60s where they take off. But, um... Right, so they end up... Uh, the next scene is uh, Freeze's hideout, <clears throat> where the police are um, have taped everything off uh, looking for Freeze. Where they discover that uh, Poison Ivy helped him escape and that she killed um, two guards, um, you know, doing, during the escaped, which they claim that, you know, that changed their opinion of her. But, yeah. well, they, this, um, is, this is definitely the duo who's praying freeze. Oh, no shit. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Right. And then 
then, get, um, we get another uh, Captain Obvious moment when Batman asks why she'd help Freeze. Robin goes, well, she's definitely evil. Right. You don't say. Then, bad? Yes. Guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> then um, he goes, I'm, pos- I'm over positively. Posit- it's a, posit- a positivity. And then um, Batman goes, um... She had nice I know stems. he goes, yeah, nice stems. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And Robin goes, yeah, and buds too. <laughs> right. <the> fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, they end up finding the hidden room where um, where Victor Freeze is hiding his wife. And um, <clears throat> they're seeing that um, he's, well, Mr. Freeze came up with certain uh, research already. So, they're lured away by. Poison Ivy and her pheromone, and they follow the pheromone into the um, the gate, the uh, secret gate underneath the uh, in the floor, where they she lures them away while Mr. Freeze um, gets his equipment, gets his weapons and stuff by almost trying to kill the every all the police officers um, yeah. with the. What is it? I don't know if it's freezing. I don't. I don't know what type of air, but. He tries to freeze them to death, basically. <laughs> and, um, we get the we get the next one liner after he gets his diamonds. Ah, chilled yo, to perfection. That's, that's number nineteen, <laughs> by the way. Yes, and I, I right. also I did keep count. I have literally numbers next to each one liner, uh, describing which one or what one liner they're at. <laughs> right. So yeah, he um like I say, he's fighting off the police officer so he can get his weapon. While Bane attacks Batman and Robin, while Ivy tries to seduce Robin and turn him against Batman. Oh, and, no um. But the beast. Oh, just the beast. And then, um. I don't know if you caught this, but Bane hit Robin with the Hulk Hogan. Um. <laughs> he puts his his hand on Robin's face and, like, just hits him. Oh, yeah. It's like. It's like pretty much a Hulk Hogan type of, um. He's up. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so pretty much, like I said, Ivy's trying to turn Robin against Batman, which works after um, Batman confronts him and tells him that she's not really into him and she's just trying to kill him. And he tells Batman that he's jealous, and then Batman tries to swing on Batman, and Batman puts him into a big old thing of, I don't know what it was, pain or something. Yeah, I don't know. For a second, like... Because, you know, they're in an ice cream factory, so part of me thought this was, like, yeah, that's, some type that of ice sense. cream flavor or something. But then again, like, yeah, I, I, I didn't don't... think about that. Yeah, then again, it's like, no, nah, that sounds... <laughs> well, that makes sense, though, now that you say something. So we're going to go with that. He dumps him into a big old batch of ice cream mix, and then um, he tells him that Ivy was right and that he's going to go solo. So Ivy finds Mr. Freeze's wife and pulls her plug... And basically reveals that she has no intention to help her or Freeze. And she returns to their lair where Mr. Freeze is working. And she tells him that Batman and Robin have killed her, um, his wife. And he goes, Freeze... <laughs> And then she um, shows him the necklace. But um, yeah, pretty much Freeze vows to Freeze all of Gotham. Yeah. And the bolts are the blood will freeze in my hands. <laughs> like there's right. two, two of them right there. That was number twenty and twenty-one. Um, so then, yeah, you know, she's she's about you know I, instead of I, I kill them, but why not just kill you know t- kill everybody else? Um, 
and then talked about like her you know, mutant plant, which she actually shows one. It's actually really fucking weird. Um, oh. And then he uh, freeze He's goes, five trap or something. Yeah, Free goes. Freeze goes. Yes, Adam and Eva. Eva. Number twenty-two. Yeah, pretty much right. So he crushes the snow globe, and they vow to, um, <clears throat> vow to make God to pay. And then the next scene cuts to Alfred being checked on by. The doctor and is diagnosed with stage one of McGregor syndrome, which is the disease that Free's wife had. So um, Bruce says that, you know, there is a cure for that and they just need to find it. And then tells um, Dick that he's not to get in, interfere in his plans to go after Ivy, um, in which uh, Dick tells him, you know, I don't need you to tell me anymore what I can do, or what I can't do. I'm gonna pretty much do what I want so at this point they're pretty much almost t torn completely apart um, and yeah like I said Dick pretty much just vows to go out on his own and then the next scene cuts to Barbara and Alfred if you want to take over that yeah, wait, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, did you so. what was it Let's see. it was Barbara the next scene is Barbara cuts to Barbara's sits with Alfred oh yeah 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 so uh she sits with Alfred Alfred you know gives her this disc um tells to find his brother uh but don't look at the discs no don't don't do that don't do that don't do it but wink, wink of course you know she does it anyway and uh <laughs> so she's uh it's at the observatory wait do we yeah we did the are we at the observatory scene now where he's back yeah, the after... Okay, so yeah, Batman, yeah. or Bruce, he goes to the observatory, you know, to present the, uh, the telescope. Um, but also, Dr. Isley shows up, and she uses her pheromones on Commissioner Gordon, who asks her, uh, where the, he, they keep the bat signal. He tells her it's on top of the police headquarters. Um, he pretty much just, you know, gives her the fucking keys. And then she goes and turns it into, uh... The uh, turns into like the Robin signal, right? Well, um, I mean, pretty much like you said, uh, she takes the keys and we've seen Bane, Bane pretty much in the scene tearing off the bats, uh, signal. And then, um, let's see here, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, it shows Bane destroying the bat signal, and then the next scene cuts to Barbara trying to unlock the password, uh, on the disc. Yeah, so, this, um, is, uh, this is the time before, uh, too many password attempts would get you blocked from whatever it is you're trying to put the password in for. Right. Um, <laughs> you would so, think that this something this high, you know, something this important would have some type of self-destruct or something. But but go ahead. I was going to say the next scene, Bruce sits with Alfred, which this is a pretty good scene to me it is as far as Bruce and Alfred on pretty much his deathbed. Yeah. Um, and before that, you know, Freeze... Uh, <clears throat> He gets, uh, he gets more diamonds and powers of pursuit. First, I will yeah. turn Gotham into an icy graveyard. Then I will pull Batman's heart from his body. From his body. And yeah. freeze in my hands. Freeze in my hands. <laughs> Revenge! Revenge! Yeah, I forgot that scene. So, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah Bruce, then, like I said, we already yeah, talked he, about Go ahead. Yeah, he visits Alfred in his room. Says he spent his entire life trying to beat back death. Uh, you know, everything I've done, everything I'm capable of doing, but I can't save you. Alfred says, there's no defeat in death. Uh, victory comes in defending what we know is right while we're still alive. Uh, you know, they share like a heart-to-heart, -heart, I love you. Alfred says, oh, I love you too. 
And then he you know, kisses him on the cheek. And then uh, what, Barbara, Barbara Nixon. Yeah, she <clears throat> continues to, uh, you know, put in the passwords. She gets it wrong. Before finally guessing Peg, the nickname that uh, Alfred gave to his sister, which thus op or unlocks the disc. And therefore she oh. figures out that who Batman and Robin are. Uh, freeze. Right. freeze. They pull up to the observatory. Yeah, and then uh, the bank pulls up to the observatory. Yeah, it says the combined power of the telescopes reflecting crystals will complete his freezing engine. Bane goes, yeah, No matter what they tell you, Mr. Bane. It's the size of your gun that counts. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, God! <laughs> and then the next thing cuts to the Robin signal that appears in the sky, which Dick is yeah. on his way to see Ivy. And Bruce is basically able to tell him, you know, that... I guess, I don't know if this was apology or whatever, but he tells them that it's time that they start to act like a team or family and that they need to start to trust each other. So, the next scene cuts to the two scientists um, at the observatory. Freeze walks in and, sorry about the door. Yeah, hi. Is the party over? Yeah, hi. <laughs> oh, sorry about the door. Is the party over? And Ben goes, over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, every scene of just that Bane just has Bane. words, I'm just like... <sighs> oh, we're gonna cut to, um, I mean, not cut, but there's a scene, like, right after this, which, um, but anyway, the two scientists, one of the guy calls him a, well, it's a guy and a woman, but the guy calls him a nutball, and then he yeah. freezes the dude, yeah. and uh, then... Yeah, then we, then we get but, the, uh, then we get the, the Bane, the next Bane scene. Bomb! 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 <laughs> Bomb. Then you want yes. to do this, this, Mr. Freeze? Yes, this is the 23rd one-liner from Mr. Freeze in this movie. If revenge is a diff, is a, if revenge is a dish best served cold, then put it on your Sunday finest. It's time to eat. <laughs> and then tonight, yes, hell, freeze is freeze over. December 24th. <laughs> Right, so the whole um, observatory basically starts to freeze, and then the next scene cuts to Barbara now in the Batcave, um, where she sets off the alarm, which Alfred's, um, I don't know how to explain his algorithm, basically his brain in yeah. the computer so, in the uh, Batcave. Yeah. He's programmed his brain algorithms into the Batcomputer and created a virtual simulation. Uh, she wants to help Batman and Robin. Alfred already has a suit made for her, apparently. Um, we Man, get the only up type. Alfred. Yep, we get the only type of bat cheeks that I want to see throughout the movie, and we get <laughs> bat titties. <laughs> and so she suits up as Batgirl, and then the next scene cuts to Robin arriving to Ivy's um, Ivy's place or her garden or whatever you want to call it, where she pretty much reveals um, the plan to have um, plan the freeze. Uh, plans to freeze out Gotham and she tries to kiss him for quote unquote good luck and then she does kiss him and then much to her surprise he has rubber, rubber lips. lips on rubber which is immune fucking lips rubber <laughs> <laughs> his protection Robin used protection so it's immune uh. to her poison which she pushes them, pushes them into the, um, pushes them into the water with her stems or vines or whatever, trapping them. 
And then Batman himself shows up, and she uh, has the vines capture him as well. And while they both are tied up, Batgirl comes to the rescue and crashes into the, uh, comes from the sky and says, you're about to become compost. Oh my god, that line made me cringe so bad. And then it seems like somehow, like, Batgirl just received Batman levels of training in, like, five minutes. She's able to beat, uh, easily beat Poison Ivy in, like, no time. Well, apparently she knew some stuff because she uh, judo-flipped Dick in the garage, so... I mean, apparently she knows some stuff, but, I mean, like you said, she, she learned how to take on a, um, <laughs> a, a, a pretty much a, a superhuman <laughs> woman. But, yeah. um, but like yeah. I said, she pretty much, um, they get into a fight, and then she, uh, Poison Ivy tells her, like she told Lady Freeze when she pulled her plug, this is a one-woman show. Then... Pretty much, Batgirl kicks her into the Venus trap and pretty much just leaves her to rot or whatever. And then Batman and Robin get out of their traps, their uh, their vines or whatever. And then Barbara introduces herself as Batgirl. Yeah, she goes, who are you? And she goes, Bruce, it's me, Barbara. As if it wasn't already fucking obvious enough. I mean, I guess... It's not very PC. Yeah, a little, little <laughs> you know, mask... Apparently covers up the <laughs> covers up this the whole identity there. Yeah, he goes Blonde it's not very PC. Why couldn't you be uh was it the first bat, one he says? This is Batwoman. Bat person or Batwoman. Bat I think it's a Batwoman. Yeah. Right. Um, and then she he says but, yeah. well, she knows who we are. And now we have to mm-hmm. Robin goes now we have to kill her. Right. Then we have to kill her later. We have work to do and they just take off basically. And then the next scene cuts to Gotham, which Mr. Freeze's next <laughs> one-liner. Let's kick some ice. This is number 25, right. by the way. <laughs> and then he proceeds to freeze most of Gotham while... Um, I feel sorry for that poor bulldog or yeah. that dog that's basically just taking a... He was taking a piss, you, man. <laughs> you've never seen... Um, gosh, you've never seen Little Nicky, have you? Oh, I, I, I have seen Little Nicky, yes. I love Little Nicky. Uh, I was gonna say they uh, they froze poor Mr. Beefy. <laughs> He's trying to take a pee on the fire hydrant, <laughs> but um, anyway, he freezes Gotham while Batman and Batgirl and Robin show up in their vehicles, their bikes. Well, Batgirl and Robin on their bikes, and then Batman in his um, it's not Batmobile, some type of like, some type of new. It almost seems like uh, one of those things that they a snowmobile is what I kind of. Kind of oh, got yeah. for, but it's, it's, a, it's not really a snowmobile though, because it's got like, I guess like ice skate things on the bottom of it. So I don't really know what to call this thing. Well, whatever it is, their vehicles are cruising through an icy town, pretty, pretty good. So yeah, pretty much they um, and they are able to make it up to the um, the top of the telescope where they show see that everything is frozen up there. So basically, they can't do anything. So um, Bat, sorry, Batgirl and Robin, they thaw out the uh, telescope mirrors or whatever to make the telescope work again. And then while Batman is operating the um, operating the uh, telescope, Freeze pops up, and this is probably my favorite one-liner <laughs> yeah. of the movie. <laughs> Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. And then it's he just yanks him. By the way. <laughs> 
right. Then he yanks him off the telescope, and then Batman, uh, Robin and Batgirl fall off the telescope. And <clears throat> while falling, um, Batgirl, uh, she, well, I'm sorry, Robin uh, uses Batarang to try to catch them. And the ice breaks, and then while they're about to fall, Batgirl uses her Batarang, and then successful this time, and goes, No, I got you. That in my when I was young, that scene was like, oh, yes, Batgirl's awesome. But anyway, <laughs> now it's kind of a little cringy. But anyway, um, now that the two scientists they're unthawed, and this telescope is pretty much crashing through the observatory, and they end up hopping on the telescope after <laughs> it crashes on whatever they're standing on. So a battle pursues with Batman and Freeze. They're fighting on the telescope. And I'm sorry, I forgot if I left out that um, Bane is uh, handling Robin and Batgirl. Has them choked up. And uh, the uh, battle ensues on the telescope, Freeze and Batman. And um, like I said, Batman, uh, Batgirl and Robin, they're able to kick the tubes out of... Bane's cranium, turning him back into a, a scrawny little guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets off the roids, and the results are he goes back to this little scrawny dude. He almost kind of looks like Lex Luger nowadays. Oh, real yeah. Scr- real scrawny dude. Right. So he turns back into, you know, normal, but the Batman uh, Freeze are fighting, and then uh, Batman attaches a bomb to, I'm sorry, not a bomb, but a heater to Freeze. Hey, freeze. And it, the heat is on. Heat is on. And then punches him off the telescope, and he falls down to the ground, where he um, hits the uh, hits the weapon and basically knocks it out of the uh, knocks it out of the telescope. Yep. So while Batman is trying to reverse the telescope and unthaw Otham, um, yep. um, Mr. Freeze, go ahead. I should say uh, before you know he fell to his uh, ultimate demise. Well, he didn't really die, but before he falls, he says one last one-liner in this movie. He says, "Freezing hell, Batman." Oh yeah, before he sets off the bombs. <clears throat> so yeah, he sets off the bombs and um, basically um, destroys the telescope, collapsing it from the, making it fall out of the observatory, uh, falling to the ground where the two scientists are still on it. So they're falling with the telescope. Batman and Batman's able to um, is able to rescue them off the telescope before the telescope hits the ground. And then on his way back up to the observatory, he picks up Robin and Batgirl, and then they get back up to the observatory and take it over. Uh, yeah. So then uh, you know they're trying to figure out how they can uh, you know reverse the freezing of Gotham. And uh, I didn't really write the last couple parts down, but uh, they get on a computer and, like, you know, track every satellite in space towards Gotham to uh, pretty much, like, set the, like, oh. I guess, yeah, unthaw the city. Everybody gets unthawed. The city gets unthawed. Um, so then after that, it comes back to uh, Wayne Manor where, uh, you know, they're all talking. She can, uh, Well, um, before that, from... Uh, Batman, um, he goes back to Freeze, who's oh, yeah. now on the ground, like you said, critically injured, basically, and basically tells him that, you know, since, you know, he's, 
killed his wife already. He really doesn't care to live anymore. And then he plays him the video of Poison Ivy um, confessing her portrayal of him, which makes him angry. And then he tells him that he still has a chance to make things right because his wife isn't dead. She's alive. And they've moved her to um, Arkham for him to do further research. And he asks him to help him cure Alfred. So, um, <laughs> he gives him two cures, and then, I don't know if he wrote this one-liner, but he says, take two of these, it call me a demonic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't write that one, but I do remember that. Take two of these, call me in the morning. So, we gotta add that to the one-liner. So, um, so I guess it'd be 28. But then, like, yeah. So, then, like you said, then it goes back to the Wayne Manor where, um, they put the, um... I guess they put the cure into Alfred's IV. And then it cuts back to Arkham, where Ivy is now in her cell, picking tulips. And then Mr. Mr. Freeze shows us up. And then basically says, Bitch, and I've come to make your life a living hell. Prepare for winter harvest. Winter come at last. So she pretty much shits herself, knowing that she has has some payback coming to her. Then the next scene cuts back to the Wayne Manor, where they're all kind of just laying around, and Alfred comes in the room now better and cured, and basically Bruce and Dick and Barbara all out to be partners and unite together and basically that's closes out the movie where we see the last scene like the last movie batman forever instead of batman and robin we see batman robin and batgirl running to the rescue as the as it fades to black and then rip and then that pretty much goes into the credits so that is Batman and Robin. I'm pretty sure we caught all the one-liners that we could, anyway. Yeah, at least for Mister. Um, there's so many one-liners in this movie. I was just, right. I just wanted to focus strictly on the ones from Mister from Mr. Arnold because it's right. just absolutely ridiculous. Focus on the, that one, but um, yeah, that closes out the movie, and um, I mean, like I said, pretty much uh, we already touched on all the fun facts at the beginning on know as far as what was supposed to be if this film you know wasn't a critical bomb like it ended up being um but yeah yeah bat bomb so yeah batman and robin end up being a critical disappointment and a, a disaster to where the studio no longer like i said wanted to continue on with any further future Batman films in the foreseeable future yep. until 2005 where almost they started Batman Begins. Almost 10 years later. Alright. So, that pretty much, you know, was the end of Batman for that time. So, we'll guess closing thoughts on Batman and Robin. I'll let you go first. Okay, so yeah, like I said before, this is just not a good movie. Any any way you look at it, I mean the you know the nostalgia factor, you know, growing up in that time period, like we said, yeah, I mean it was just one of those movies as a kid that you know we we thought it was cool at first. I mean it's Batman, Batman at that point could do no wrong, but 
now you grow up, you watch it again, and it's just like, oh my god, this movie was just awful. It was horrible. Like, not even just as a Batman movie, you know, at least with Batman Forever, it was a bad Batman movie, but it wasn't terrible. This just takes terrible and just fucking runs with it the entire movie. It was just so bad. I it was so glad to be done watching this movie a little while ago. I was just like, thank fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can understand. Well, I guess for me, my closing thoughts is, I mean, like I said, like you said, the nostalgia factor kind of, I don't know, as much as like I want to see the bad in this movie, I guess some of the nostalgia factor trumps over some of the stuff. I mean, of course, there's certain things now as far as, like you said, lines, certain things about it that I definitely make me go like, Ugh. But, um, I mean, overall, my opinion is, as much as this movie is hated, I can't really say it's not an entertaining movie in regard to, and even like, you know, like we were talking about, like the Mr. Freeze one-liners, like, there are parts of the movie that are entertaining, in my opinion. So, um, like I said, it's, it is what it is, which, you know, like I said, at this point, you know, Batman has continued on to be something else, which, you know, it still lives. And even so today, people have their own opinions on, you know, they still have opinion on Batman, which Batman's always going to be one of those DC characters oh, yeah. uh, that, you know, whatever portrayal, there's always going to be some type of critic behind it because... Everybody has their own version of Batman that they love, and, you know, it just all depends on what your your version of Batman is that works for you, yeah, which, um, this... Like, for me, like, Bat, like, Michael Keaton is to the live-action Batman as to what Kevin Conroy was to the animated side of Batman. It, like, that, it, to me, Michael Keaton is Batman in a live-action form, no doubt about it. Um, you know, it, it, you know Christian Bale. You know, especially with the later movies, Christian Bale did a good portrayal. I mean, there are some issues I have with his version of Batman, but it was those the the newer movies, the newer trilogy. They were still really good for what they were, um, especially the Dark Knight. Um, and then you got you know Ben Affleck who took the helm in uh, Batman vs Superman and the Justice League, which. Personally, as far as Batman goes, I thought Ben Affleck play, you know, played a good Batman character. Played a good Batman. It was just, mm -hmm. it was just in a shitty movie. Like, yeah, just circumstances he was given. Which, um, I mean, as far as Batman versus, uh, I mean, Superman. Is it Superman versus Batman? Or ba yeah, Batman. It's a Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Like, Justice. Just, yeah, yeah. They kind of just threw him in there without even really giving him any kind of. I mean, they already had Man of Steel that kind of established Superman, but they kind yeah. of just threw Batman into that. And, but whatever. But any, but point being, like I said, there's always going to be everyone's own version of Batman that they love. But um, but yeah, that concludes our Batman original four trilogy. We are done. Which um, I've have a I've had a good time discussing all the Batmans. I've been. Oh, yeah. Wanted to do this for a long time, which, like I said, we go back as far as our love of Batman. That's we go back, you know, we go back years with this. I posted a picture 
weeks ago of us on at work on Twin Day, Twin Day we're wearing Day. Batman right. shirts. Yep. I remember that. I remember so, that. A whole so, that was, yeah. it was, it was good times. Um, yeah, I mean these movies. I mean for me, like I mean they're just they're they're timeless really. They're movies that we grew up watching. That they're movies that we can go back and just you know watch again and again and never get tired of them. Um, of course, you know we talked about merchandise. We had all the toys, uh, the video games, um, stuff like that. He said I've got three of the Batman figures from the from Batman and Robin. Uh, here's one of them. I always refer to this one as Popsicle Batman because he kind of looks like uh, <laughs> you know like that. Shit. Let's see if we can get a good camera angle. He's he kind of yeah, looks I like see the, a little bit. It kind of looks like the I, um, red, the, white, and blue icicle. Popsicle. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I know oh. what you're talking about the rocket popsicle, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I have my toys too. Here's this one. I don't really know what to describe this one is. It's just kind of like that a, Batman Robin. Yeah, this is the or... this is George Clooney Batman. Um, okay. This is like one of the many variants of the costume that they came out with just to promote merchandise. And then this one, I uh, this is the corn shuck Batman, as we always called it growing up, because he's very green and very yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very green. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, you have those action figures, so that pretty much speaks to what the original Batman movies Gave us as far as you know, even as a kid, you know, as children, and now as even as adults, it's you know, we still have that the legacy continues on. But since that concludes our Batman movies, now we will be moving on to which we're a little bit early. With we'll, we were planning to start our October movies, which of course we were going to do horror movie but since, yep. since it's going to be October, but um, we're a little. Uh, spooky month so we're gonna be we're, we're starting a little earlier so we'll be starting next sunday and we'll be starting with what's on your shirt alex this is actually evil dead 2 but we will be starting with evil dead the first one all the time original yep all-time classic bruce campbell sam raimi directed the movie just one of my favorite horror movies of all time one of my favorite horror franchises of all time uh it's just it's awesome. It's an excellent movie for me. Yeah, as a horror movie buff, it kind of amazes me that I haven't seen any of the evil. Like I've seen Evil Dead two. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I that's the first. I remember Evil Dead two, but I've never seen the first one before. So I'm very uh, interested, excited to get into Evil Dead and get my introduction to Ash. So we'll be starting um, Evil Dead next week, and then. After that, I think we'll, we'll be covering Nightmare on the M Street. Let me pull up the list here. I'll tell you what, the, what our next movies are. Okay, so we start with Evil Dead. Next movie, we go Halloween, then Friday the 13th, then Candyman, then A Nightmare on Elm Street, then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then we end uh, Halloween month with Scream. And it yeah. Ends. Actually, so I'm actually kind of gonna... not against doing a kind of starting Halloween off early because you know we we ended the Batman movies so soon, uh, the Batman franchise so soon, so it kind of just gives us a little bit of time to get through October just by starting a little bit early. Right, so we can get through everything, which I'm excited because I love my horror movies, so oh, yeah. I'm excited to get get into that. But we now that we've. Uh, 
through with Batman and Robin, we will be beginning Evil Dead next week. Then please tune in next week. Until then, I am one of your co-hosts, Alfred Gar, and you are my sir. I am Alex Warner, the other co-host, big movie buff, yes. movie nerd, and we will see you guys next weekend, next Sunday. Yes, sir. Everybody be safe this upcoming week, and see you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Right. Catch you later, Alex. Catch you, bud.